Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you have any Hollywood memorabilia? Any memorabilia from TV shows or from movies? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, what led us to ask this question, Bradley? Well, the cast members of the Brady Bunch have come together <gasps> to plea for your help in finding some iconic items of the uh, iconic 70s TV show. 60s and Oh, 70s? I feel like I can help. You, what are the dates again on the Brady Bunch? I think it started in 69. Yeah. 60, yeah, like late 60s, early it 70s. It really wasn't on it for as long as you think it was and actually wasn't that popular at the time. It has since gone on to become an icon of television classics. Mm-hmm. True. I'm just saying words. Uh, anyway, the actors well, who played keep the, doing it the children show to do. Uh, of the beloved family appeared in a video asking if the public has seen such items as... Mm-hmm. The living room couch, mm-hmm. a horse statue. That was that was a big one, and a stuffed animal that was featured in the show. A gallery of these missing items can be seen over on the HG and the TV. They're doing a very Brady scavenger hunt. Uh, they found a bunch of things so far, which is pretty cool. A clock. Oh wait, they did find the horse. <gasps> did they? Yeah, that's big. Uh, I mean, the horse is big, but also that's a big deal that they found that horse. They found, look what Mike brought home. Okay, that doesn't look real. What is that? Hmm. Maybe these are just things that people are, let. no, they must just have very similar things. Uh, Anyway, if you want to, if you want to find out exactly what they're looking for, just head to uh, the internets and dive in Brady Bunch. Oh my gosh. HDTV because there's a whole page on their website for the very Brady scavenger hunt. Oh, so they're looking for that giraffe, um, a giraffe stuffed animal and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And that, that sofa, that is, oh, this is kind of fun. I mean, I don't have any of this stuff, but I got some old stuff, but not that old stuff. It's kind of cool that they were able to find some of, uh, you know, the bits and pieces. Yes. Now, this got us talking about just Hollywood memorabilia in general, because you and I both have bits and pieces from our favorite television shows. Um, you have a piece from Little House on the Prairie. I do. You gifted it to me on, I don't remember what the gift giving occasion was, um, but I have a kettle, a kettle from Little House on the Prairie, which is like one of my favorite shows of all time. And you have, yep, you, you have me. like more than one piece of Hollywood memorabilia. Well, you got me the uh, Golden Girls uh, glass set. It mm-hmm. was appeared on the show. We're not really sure where, because I have never seen it in an episode. These four sort of uh, harvest gold glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's four is a two. I think I got you two of the, the two. Two. 
Yeah. Three? I don't know. Anyway, I have these glasses from the uh, set of the Golden Girls. And then I went and bought an outfit. I can't believe that I still in my possession have a complete outfit as worn by none other than Zac Efron in the movie Dirty Grandpa, because I am a dirty grandpa or soon will be. I own his pants, his socks, Mm -hmm. his shoes. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't think I got socks. I think they left the socks. Yes, I think you're right. Uh, and a shirt. So like basically a whole outfit that Zac Efron wore in the movie. It's so weird. I know. But it'll be worth some someday. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, 651-641-1071. Do you have any Hollywood memorabilia? We're just curious. What do you got? Let's go to the phones. Uh, Carrie's on the line. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Hi. What do you have for in terms of Hollywood memorabilia? Well, it's actually uh, my brother has some stuff. He was a... Uh, driver on the set of a few of the uh, Cohen movies and stuff, oh, like cool. the ones that were filmed here. Yeah. Uh, so like, like Fargo? Serious, like, well, not Fargo, but a, a serious man. Uh, there was a, a Dodge car in there that he bought from them and then some uh, furniture and stuff that he got from them. And then from uh, Wilson, he's got some memorabilia from that as well. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Thank you, Carrie. That's really, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, it's, it is kind of fun to have, just have that stuff, like little pieces of, of Hollywood history and, and be able to, especially like watch the movies and see those things when they're on screen. Let's go to Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Maggie, what Hollywood memorabilia do you have? So several years ago when we lived in Ohio, we were at a silent auction for a fundraising event. And I bid on this glittery card that they use on the Wheel of Fortune at the end of the show that uh, shows what the contestant won. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of like a silver glittery card, and Pat Sajak opens it, and it says cruise or car. And it was signed by Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Oh, how fun is that? That's really awesome. So, yeah, I kind of forgot about it until you brought this segment up. And okay. I said, I said I do have Hollywood memorabilia. Okay, so then my next question is, where do you keep it? Well, I just kind of have it in a desk drawer, to be honest with you. But I think I better pay, take more care of it now. Yeah, I would right? put it, like, in a frame of some sort. That sounds like a great idea. Okay, well, I've got a project for you this weekend. Thank you, Maggie. <laughs> okay. Have a good day. Uh, 651-641-1071. Do you have any... Hollywood memorabilia. I'll tell you, my kids get really into sports memorabilia. And like that, I mean, it holds very little interest to me, um, but they get so excited about it. And I think they don't even realize, you know, they'll they'll take good care of it and they know that it'll be worth something someday. But I just think, you know, that they get so excited about that. That's like the least of what I would be excited about. There used to be a little store at Disney world in, in um, right as you walked into Hollywood studios, which uh-huh. at the time was called MGM studios. And it was wall to wall Hollywood memorabilia. And I remember after the movie tap came out that starred Gregory Hines and it had a lot of the old, you know, hoofers of, of your, like, I mean, Sammy Davis Jr. was in it. Sandman Sims. Hoofers of your. Yeah, like old. You're tap, a thousand years old. Tap dancers. Little Annie Miller. Anyway. I wish they had Annie Miller. No, not those. Not that kind of hoofer. No, but like they had, um, they had, uh, um, 
Gregory Hines's tap shoes there from that movie. And I would just go in every day when we were visiting Disney World and just like stare at them for as long as I could until my parents would pull me away just because I thought they must have been magic. And there they were just sitting in a shop waiting to be like sold for, you know, money I didn't have. Yeah. Let's go to Mo. Hi, Mo is on the line. Mo, what Hollywood memorabilia do you have? Hi, Mo. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good. Good. What you got? Uh, well, I, I actually have something from the Brady Bunch. <gasps> what do you, what have? you have? So I can't remember which Brady it is. It's the middle boy. That the one would be that Peter. The model, Peter Brady. Yep, Christopher Knight. I have Knight. a trophy cup that he won <gasps> at one point. How did, How did you end up with that? that? Trophy cup. Well, actually, I was buying some stuff from Bewitched. Mm. And okay. nobody was bidding on this trophy cup on one of these Hollywood auctions, so I grabbed that, too. Like Where, you felt bad. Was for this it? like a, an in-person auction or an online auction? It was. It was an online auction that was done uh, with a friend of mine who's out in Hollywood. Oh gosh, that just sounds like so much fun. Hey, do you buy a lot of stuff? Um, well, I do have a few other things. I, I did buy quite a hefty set from the movie uh, Inglorious Bastards with Brad Pitt. Wow. What, what what draw you or drew you to that? Is it more about value or more about the the places they come from? It was kind of more just fun. It started out, um, you know, I'm I'm like your husband I'm a, or your your uh, partner. I'm a Madonna fan. Oh, mm. oh. So I I it started with uh, I had a friend that went on tour with her for about five or six uh, of her last rounds. Oh my god! And uh, so then he would bring me dressing room signs and <gasps> stuff that was just left over, and you know, so I have a riding crop from her confessions. Oh tour. my god! So it started that way, and then I just kind of like this is kind of cool for a rec room to have all this stuff. Yes. So I started peeking around and seeing what other contacts I could get. The trick is making sure that it's real verifiable and authentic yeah how do you do that well you have to know like what auction houses you really need to work with okay because there's a lot of places out there that'll just sell you like autographs and crap that's 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 what you don't want right all right yeah. well so, I, like julian's auctions and you'll see the bigger bigger auction houses will actually have authenticated props from the movie houses and then some of the some of the uh studios will have their own auctions mm-hmm and then just start clearing house. And I thought, oh, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Okay. So it. now now I'm just intrigued and I want to like learn more about all this. So, so uh, feel yeah, free to. It, it, it's great. I mean, and I'm I'm now after some Golden Girl stuff myself, too. So. Well, you're going well, to have to stay in touch. Bradley. Let's yeah. one up you, Bradley. Yeah. No, that's fine. Please do. If you do end up with any Golden Girls bits and pieces, you got to contact us and let us know so that we can at least see pictures. <laughs> oh, you got it. Absolutely. Thank you, Mo. Have a great Thanks, day. Mo. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that's really fun. That's the life I want to have. I, I want to, I just want to be able to be like, I'm going to, I need to buy some stuff. I always feel like I'm about 10 to 15 years late doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the Golden Girl stuff should have jumped on that like about 10, 15 years yeah. ago because now, like even when you sent me those glasses, yeah. I don't think you could get those now these days oh, for I agree. What, whatever it is that you paid Which for. Which was not a lot yeah. at the time. Because yeah. it's reached such a status that more people have an interest. And you're right. That was just about a decade ago. Yeah. So, oh, well, uh, you all have some fun things. All right. When we come Speaking back. Speaking of memorabilia. Yeah. Our very own piece of uh, Hollywood memorabilia. Old Hollywood. Yes. Bits. When we come back, we've got Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. He's going to tell us what's in theaters and what you can watch right from the comfort of your very own couch. After this on My Talk 107. 
from Paul's Trip to the Movies, the podcast, the website, the YouTube channel. He's multimedia. You can find him anywhere. Wendy Williams on Monday. Yeah. God, oh my gosh. How many days? Fifty-seven days. Amazing. That's a lot of days. Let's put that in the universe, please. We just did. Thank you. Yeah. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Paul McGuire Grimes. Hi. There's a lot going on right now, y'all. Okay, well, I want to get started right off the bat with this movie that I am on the fence about because I'm so sick and tired of this trope. (laughs) Uh, Isn't it romantic? Yes. Starring Rebel Wilson. Right. But it's a different tropey trope. It's a different tropey trope, and I get what you're saying. So to remind people what the premise is, is that um, Rebel Wilson plays a gal that grew up hating rom-coms due to kind of how unrealistic they are. Mm -hmm. And then one day she is mugged in the subway and hits her head on a pillar and then wakes up in the rom-com of her own life. Mm -hmm. So Everything's beautiful. Everything's beautiful. Including her. Yes. And the guys start flirting with her, but she realizes like this is garbage, but I guess I'm going to have to fall in love with Liam Hemsworth in order to break this curse. Mm -hmm. So it's actually better than I thought it would be. Okay. Yes, I went in with low expectations, but B, because they play into the rom-com tropes. It's a very much, we're going to honor and kind of slightly poke fun at the genre at the same time. Okay. So it's really over the top at times. Like it opens with the pretty woman theme. Mm-hmm. And like when she when she hits her head, New York now has like this sheen to it and it looks all hallmarky. And then the soundtrack is all like 90s and aughts music. So you're like, okay, I totally get it. Well, then I just want to be in that because I love right. that music. Yes, exactly. Okay. And like, so it's not as terrible as I thought. No. I mean, it's not great. Well, you know, and I think that that's all what typically ends up happening is I usually am like, oh, it's going to be another one of those movies right. where, you know, they cast the girl. And I don't think this about Rebel Wilson, but Hollywood does. Yes. The overweight, not as pretty, doesn't measure up gal. Mm. And she's going to play the role of the, you know, doesn't measure up gal yeah. who then either hits her head or has some Freaky Friday yeah. moment and then suddenly is beautiful and then she finds it within herself to like find the power from within and then it's all wrapped up at the end of the movie and you go ah and yet I I always end up kind of liking the dumb movies but I I will say I think that's probably what they're trying to call up in your head and then they twist that notion that you have in your Mm -hmm. head about what your expectations are and there's some of that and I like that it's not just her that is like it's a smart cast because Adam Devine who Mm -hmm. she was paired with in Pitch Perfect and then Mm -hmm. Liam Hemsworth Priyanka Chopra. You have all these people that like are supporting Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Go Jonas on. Yep, are supporting actors that are now given like their time to shine. Mm-hmm. So it's untraditional, non-traditional in that sense. Okay, and there is like a I. They end up falling into their own traps and cliches. I will say that because you do know from the very beginning, in a sense, how, how this, this is, is all going to end. But I like the discovery that they write for a character, not to give anything away. Okay, okay. Uh, how many tickets? Stubs? Three out of five tickets. Three out of five. So it'll great, pass the time. Yes, it's fluffy. It's entertainment. It's light. If you like a good Hallmark movie, it, just watch it. Okay. All right. So you've got some streamies for us. Yes. Do you want to go with Jake Gyllenhaal or the Fire Festival? Oh, well, of course, uh, I want to. Jake Gyllenhaal. Make it, okay, that's my yeah. <laughs> So he stars in this new movie called Velvet Buzzsaw, and it's him, Rene Russo, Tony Collette, and it takes place in the art scene of LA. Very seedy, very interesting, dark. And this elusive artist ends up getting killed, and once they start putting his art into the scene, into the community, this supernatural force starts to take over and starts killing people. Dun, dun, dun. So again, the premise is like kooky, weird, 
definitely an experiment. I was going to say, I feel like any Jake Gyllenhaal movie has to be, uh, it's a prerequisite that it'll be somewhat weird and offbeat. Yeah, and it's from the same director, writer as Nightcrawler, so they're kind of reteaming for this movie. So if you know that going in, you can kind of go in with a certain air of like, I don't really know what's going on. This doesn't make sense to me. And I think that's part of the movie's like good parts and also how it suffers at times. Yeah, yeah. And Bradley, you love Tony Collette. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, yeah. I have since the hours. Oh, uh, bow down. Yeah. And she definitely gets to play over the top in this. She plays an art dealer, um, and then so does Renee Russo, so they're kind of competing art dealers. Jake plays an art critic who's bisexual, mm-hmm. and they all get to kind of play over the top and like play into their characters, oh, which fun. is fun. When it does that, when it's kind of like that, when it's kind of in realism mode, it works. When it's supernatural, when it gets horror, when the death toll starts happening, it gets a little off the rails without kind of being clear. Sure. And there's also too many characters. Okay. John Malkovich is also in it. His character did not need to exist. Okay. You know. So go in looking for an experiment. That's what I'll say with that. And that's Netflix? Netflix. It's one of their movies. It's all about kind of postmodern art. If you you love going to The Walker, you may dig this movie. Or if you hate The Walker... You know, yeah, that art is not your style. If it's yeah. not your style, you may actually like this too because I think what he's saying about that kind of art and commercialism and criticism is very interesting. Mm. Also, I've been with Tony Collette since like 1994, Muriel's wedding. I mean, yeah. she's a gay I, icon. When I said the hours, I was like, I know it's been longer, yeah, but yeah. she had that scene in the hours with Julianne Moore where they're sitting oh, at the God, table. It's just like one of the best they, movies ever. Oh, I wish I don't we could reminisce, you guys. We, we don't have time. So, I'm giving it four out of five. Four out of five. I've done how weird it was. Okay, well, we dig how weird you are. Thank you. Thank you. Paul McGuire Grimes. We'll be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots after this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. Rude. What? I didn't say anything. I heard that. My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And we call those dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb idiot people doing dumb idiot things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes all over the place, but sometimes in the state of Florida. 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 And before we go on any trip to any location, uh, we have something right here in mm. the Twin Cities that we would like to give to a lucky Your mom. winner. Rude! Holly, what are we giving away? Not Colleen's mom. Thank she wasn't you. available. However, you. we do have a 100... <laughs> she's so busy. If you'd like to take her out to dinner, she might go with That's you. That's true. And Diane would be a lovely mm-hmm. dinner guest. Yeah, let me tell you, this is a classy... I don't actually, just for the record, I don't mean your mom. No, That's a I know. That's a phrase in But your mom, Diane, gets worried that you know I'm talking what? Here's about the her thing. and I don't Sorry, want to... if you're trying to call me, I'm going to busy you before I even say the prize. <laughs> Sorry. You heard a busy tone. We're not done yet. <laughs> Haven't even told you what the prize is. Okay, what's the prize? The prize is a $100 gift card to La Voya Brasserie, which is inside the Intercontinental <gasps> Hotel. Oh, do they make bras? A Reese. No. 
What's a brasserie? Well, it's a restaurant. A restaurant? Fun. <laughs> no, it's not Hooters. It's La Voya. It's the restaurant inside the Intercontinental Hotel uh, near the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. By the way, this is courtesy of Minneapolis-St. Paul's Restaurant Week. Now, fifth caller, 651-641-1071, is going to win that prize. Now, I'm opening the line. Thank okay, you. Okay, do it. Congratulations to caller number five. Now, four. Our first crazy stupid idiot. We will journey to Arkansas or Arkansas, as I like to say. We're going to uh, Arkansas where we are going to meet Carter Pyle. He's an 18 year old who locked both sets of keys in his car, his regular set of keys and his backup set. Have you ever done that? Mm hmm. It's really annoying when you do that. Yeah. Um, now, I might call like a locksmith or something. Well, he called 911. Um, and a cop actually showed up to help him get into his car. Okay. Um, and when the cop got him into his car, uh, as he was jimmying the door open, he noticed that there were three compressed bags of marijuana mm. sitting in plain view. Okay. In what? the back seat of the car. And this was not in California again? No, this is in Arkansas. Yes. Where so. it is not legal to have a full pound of marijuana in plain sight in the mm-hmm. back seat of your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now, Mr. Carter Pyle, uh, he's been arrested and uh, and uh, for having lots of weed. I'd like for you to please open up this. Um, Does he look weedy? <laughs> well, yeah, he looks like he's high okay let's take a look here it's taking forever whoa his hair is really high (laughs) that's the thing um it looks like his hair he slept on it for five to ten days upside down never sprayed it and then never did anything else with it uh anyway uh don't do that if you lock both your keys in both sets of your keys in your car find somebody else to help you get in yeah just call locksmith yeah they won't they're not going to turn arrest you, in. you. Yeah, unless there's like a dead body in the car. In which case, <clears throat> that would really not be it's good. It's a different story. That was in Arkansas, right? Arkansas, yep. Well, now we're mm-hmm. going to Lake Worth, Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. What constitutes an epidemic? When a lot of people have do the thing, have the stuff. Like two? Like more than. 10. Okay. Well, we I haven't know, maybe reached actually. epidemic proportions, I but I up. feel like we are there because to me, one is too many and two is definitely a pandemic yeah. or an epidemic. But in Lake Worth, Florida, for the second time this year, surveillance footage has captured a man doing something to a something. Um, <sighs> throwing his, uh, weight, his human waste. To a no, that really is an epidemic. I, that's true. I can't tell you the number of times I see duty throwers to, show up in my who, feed. Who are you mean in your social media? Social feed? media feed. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Not yeah in your food feed. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's not that. Nope. Uh, okay. In fact, this all involves a ring doorbell surveillance system. Do either of you remember the ring doorbell uh, alert we received? Um, recently in California. Uh, I don't actually. Well, there was this creepy uh, video of a man licking a doorbell. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you he, remember this? He applied his tongue for like an hour, yeah, maybe. Was like, it was a lengthy doorbell licking experience for three 
hours straight, he licked a doorbell on camera. Well, in Lake Worth, Florida, for the second time this year, surveillance has captured a man licking a doorbell or doorknob in this case. And licking a homeowner's doorbell, excuse me, it keeps changing the word doorbell, doorknob, doorbell, doorknob. According to the video, which I have here looking before me, this man is licking the doorbell <laughs> bell multiple times. <laughs> Freudian slip. Yeah. Doorballs. Wow. Uh, I want you to open it up and look at the man, please. Oh, gosh. Oh, geez. And then play the video. I am. Okay. Of the man licking the doorbell. He looks. Is this like a. I, I don't understand. Is first this, of all, he looks like he's eating, like. Well, he's got like a thing in his hand and he. Oh, weird. There's like a. Um, I think it's drugs. I bet it's uh, yeah. drugs. But is there like a drug oh God, sensation that's so creepy. that you get from licking doorbells? Can you imagine? Like, I think I would almost be more creeped out if I got a video of a man licking my doorbell. Yeah. Than I would if somebody had broken into my house. Oh my gosh. Are you watching it? Yes. Yeah. And he's like showing the doorbell, the ring thing, camera. Yep. Something on this paper. Yep. That is creepy. That would scare the you know what right out of me. Yeah. Luckily, uh, this didn't happen to us. It does not say, though, what happened to the man. Oh, my God. Just that he was caught on video. I, this is the reason I will tell you, honestly, and I, I apologize if the ring doorbell people are listening, but this is the reason I probably would avoid buying the ring doorbell system. Um, because you wouldn't want to see. I don't want to get a video when I'm at work of some dude licking my doorbell. I don't want. I guess what I'm saying it's the same reason I don't like to watch the doggy cam when my uh-huh. when Louise is at daycare. Yeah, because I don't want to be distracted by what's going on, and then I have to think about it, and I have to like, is she okay? Is that yeah. dog being rude to her? You know, like I don't want to think about it. If guys are walking by my uh, house and you know pressing their nipples against the glass or licking the doorbell, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I mean, if it ain't, you know, during business hours, move along. Mm. I don't have time for this. Just mm. think of all the stuff that happens on any given day when you're away from your house. Just I like think that like my liquors. stuffed, my old stuffed animals, they got up and like had parties. Oh yeah, of course oh, they did. Right? Okay. Yeah. I used uh-huh. to have to put all of my pictures face down because I was pretty sure the people were looking at me. Oh, of course. Or that they would escape the frame. Yes. That's and then the they other would thing. walk around your house. Yeah, they were um, busy when I was gone. Uh-huh. Are you guys A, five or B, stoned? You don't know that you it doesn't happen. Know. You never know. No, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Because if that's, here's the thing you should be worried about. You both believe in ghosts, correct? A hundred percent. So ghosts are watching you poop. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I figure, you know, by then it's like, like, I'll probably do it too when I get over there. Have you ever touched yourself? Um, Are you you, you asking (laughs) questions about like the that They're watching you. That kind of They're touching. Watching well, you. you know, maybe I can provide dinner and a show. Okay, <laughs> she's like Benihana. But I mean, like, if there's ghosts, I don't want to be thinking about people watching me. Okay, but Bradley, the thing about it is, they'll be real disappointed. That's the other thing is that the, <laughs> like really, do, but that but don't flatter yourself. That's the other. I mean, no, I'm not. Oh. 
How dare you? But I you? think about that too. I'm like, they don't if they're if they're sticking around for that kind of stuff. I'm like, no. Yeah, enjoy the mediocrity. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. Ghosts, uh, ghosts aren't like people. If you were invisible, I'm pretty sure there are places you would go to sit and watch some things happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't mind if they're watching. Again, enjoy the mediocrity. Yeah. Like it's not. Like there are probably what I'm saying is there's probably you know better really creepy? better Think shows in town. Yes. Think about this. <laughs> huh. Next time you're picking your nose, a ghost could be like right up all next to your nostril, just like. Well, actually, I think there's one doing that to you right now. No, there's not because ghosts do not exist. They are time travelers from another dimension. <clears throat> okay, this is a whole different conversation that we're going to have at a different time. But Bradley believes that ghosts aren't actually ghosts. They're time travelers. Yeah, from the future. From the future totally who have plausible. come to visit us. Well, it's just that they they have to disguise themselves. Like they, If you believe that time travel is possible, you must also believe, uh, trust me, that um, being invisible is possible. So uh, by the time that time travel is possible, invisibility would be possible. Therefore, people. that's why you don't see time travelers. But occasionally you get little hints and whispers of people and those are just people from the future and i think sometimes they probably dress up like old-timey people because they're like well if they see us we'll look like ghosts and then they'll blame it on the ghost but they won't really think this is the future i love that he thinks we sound weird because we just believe in spirits mm-hmm. Holly. yeah you believe in gaseous beings Ooh. i sit across well, someone <laughs> all day every day okay All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45 on MyTalk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433. And you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.